Welcome to the Shane and Andrew Show. regret this later but uh let me pull this up a bit i don't think we're getting healthy bumps there that looks better that does uh, that looks a little bit better on there um yeah i don't know how much we can you regret it uh i don't we? plan to run for president yet <laughs> oh balls to the wall you know yeah. i mean but worst case scenario is you know your wife gets mad at you yeah i don't plan to tell her that i'm uh, doing a podcast actually she already knows so but you know what Hey, we're here. Yeah. We're excited about. Uh, and any listener is a listener. Okay. That's right. Whether it's your wife, my mom, whatever, we'll take it. Dear God, that that's kind of scary. Nevertheless, we uh, we thought uh, we had gifts that we need to share with the world. Of we have we talk auditory about skills. Yeah, we talk about a lot of important things uh, in life. Things that can really change your life? Well, we talk about a lot of not important things, too, though. All right, you're right. I shouldn't we're, get everybody uh, everybody's hopes up. Everybody we're, we're not more. too heavy here. I like to over-promise and under-deliver. <laughs> so, that's been my problem. That's why I have a problem getting ahead in, in the world. But, oh, well. Uh, we will under-promise and over-deliver. This there, is going to be is. The, a waste of your time the next hour or so. We want to set the standards low. That's all right. And then way exceed them. Yeah. You just blow them out of the water. Well, surpass them. Well, let's, let's not okay. get, let's not get out of hand here. We'll we'll surpass the low standards. Right. Yeah. Your expectations on a daily basis or a monthly basis, whenever we decide to do it, um, by just a little bit, because your expectations should be very very low. I'm just warning you now. Okay, so we've gone we've from we've we've, we've, really we've we've set you up. <laughs> you know why you're here. You know what you're listening to now. And um, I think we're going to start off. We've got a, you know, a few things to talk about today. Lot, lots of stuff going on. It's yeah. a week before the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. How about those cards? I, I, don't, I don't know about the cards, really. I, Kurt Warner, old enough to be my father, just throwing it out there. Yeah. <laughs> makes, makes it a little hard for me to think that he is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, well, he already is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I mean, Again, that's, yeah. that's where I was. It's the role that I always wanted Troy Aikman to play. Well, yeah, me too, but, you know. Come back from the dead. 14 too many concussions. Yeah, yeah. Kurt, you know, he's got the, at least he's got a little bit better health for him going did, for him than Troy did. Speaking of Troy, did you hear him blast Romo this week? No, I didn't. I missed that. He uh, questioned his leadership abilities. Oh, my. Publicly and uh, said that if you are going to be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, you need to be a stronger leader, and Romo is not that. Dear God. You know, I saw a picture recently, and I wish I had – I wish everybody could see this. I'll describe it to you. I was sitting in my car eating lunch uh, because I like to get out. We'll, we'll talk more about that some other time. But yeah, yeah. nevertheless, there was a, a truck that drove by, and there was a big picture on the side of the trailer, and it was Troy Aikman holding a plate of eggs <laughs> seen and it. sausage. Yeah, seen it. Made me want to go out right then. <laughs> he, ha- he has a company. A 
he has like a breakfast food company, yeah. and uh, as much as I love Troy, the food's terrible. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's he's no Jimmy. As much Dean. as as much as the food might be terrible, I'd still probably eat it with a smile on my face. It's Troy. Point right. is, uh, I hope Romo listens to Troy. You know, I mean, you got to question him a little bit after this last year. You know, December. I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm a stats guy. Yeah. Um, fourteen touchdowns, nineteen interceptions for his career in December. Dear God, I mean, yeah, the numbers don't lie. He is a sub five hundred quarterback when it counts the most. But how much can we really? Put the horrible play on his shoulders. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, leadership skills again. Yeah, the quarterback is it's the most important position. I've heard Troy say before when you get into to the playoffs, he looks at the play of the quarterback. I mean, I heard him say that about Matt Hassel back one time, and I've, you know, I've heard it everybody. heard it a hundred times. We're getting off topic. Anyway, who do you got in Super Bowl? Well, I had the Cowboys, but well, no. uh, Steelers. That was a long time ago. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the cards. I, I'm going to be rooting for the cards. And it's hard for me to pick a team that I'm not going to be rooting for. Right. I get I, emotionally I'm, invested in the I'm games. rooting for the Cardinals. Ah, the Steelers look tough. The Steelers That's, are going to win. That I'm defense. The cards. That defense is disgusting. That hit yeah. last week. I honestly thought <laughs> that that guy was dead. Yeah, they. I tell you. You know, and neither team really overly impresses me. There's a seven-point spread. Really? Steelers by seven. And I think I'll take that point spread. Yeah. I, I guess I nothing else. Now, now, I'm looking. you got Band-Aids all over your hand. What happened here? Oh, did, you may share the story? Well, I mean, all right. I'm sorry to <clears throat> divulge, but yeah, we'll, geez, we might, we'll get back to the Super Bowl. hand's all mangled here. Yeah. yeah this, this, this may take a while. Uh, and in fact, it's so embarrassing. I've, I've explained this to several people so far. and Self-inflicted. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it is. But one of the things that I come back to is I'm so glad there was nobody in my backyard. I live next door to an 85-year-old woman. Can't hear. Yeah, she can't yeah. hear. She's not out at midnight. And my neighbor's next door. I mean, he works early in the morning. So he was asleep, and this was the middle of the night. Let me take you back to Wednesday evening. Okay, I'm with you. All right. Well... It was a nice day in Oklahoma, kind of windy. And it started out that way. By nightfall, it was very cold, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Cosmo is my golden retriever. He's, he'll be seven months on the 29th of January, and he is a, a lovely, beautiful dog. Here, take a look at this picture. <laughs> All right, bad joke. Um, pretty dog. He's a beautiful it's, it's dog. A golden dog. retriever's my favorite breed, and you know, my wife, she wanted a dog. I said, you know, okay, we can get one. It's got to be a golden retriever. He gets that from a love of Full House, loved Comet. Loved Comet, loved <laughs> Just, Shadow. Yeah. I mean, there it is. If you grew up in the 90s, you're going to want a Golden Retriever. You're going to want a Golden Retriever. Air Bud. That's all I got to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Own all of those. Um, not really. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> nevertheless, we uh, he's been kept inside a lot more recently than what he should have, so he's got a lot of energy built up. He, he goes nuts. Um, didn't really have time to do anything with him. That evening, it got cold. The wind was out of the north, and so we didn't get to walk him. Uh, I fed him, and then before we went to bed that night, I took him out to urinate and okay. hopefully defecate. Okay. You just want to get that out of the way. Get it out of him. Right. Uh, I like to do that before the night, and then we lock him up for the night. Uh, so we take him outside, and I take him outside. He does number one. Can't can't get the can't get the second. No, and. He thought it was cold, I guess, and, and they're really a cold-weather breed, but for whatever reason, he went right back to the door, and I'm like, I'm not fighting you. I'm cold. I want to go inside. So we go inside. 
Put him in. Put him down. Uh, well, that sounds bad. Put put him in his crate. Put put him to bed. Put him to bed. There it is. Didn't kill the dog. Just no. <clears throat> we uh, went to sleep, and it was kind of early because I have to get up early on Thursday mornings, uh, about five a.m. So it was about it was a little after ten. Yeah, five really is only comes yeah. once a day on my watch. That's oh, that is rough. <laughs> yeah. Nevertheless, we uh, go to bed. We we start. I I I'm laying there and I'm about to fall asleep, and all of a sudden I hear. Okay. He's got. He's gonna have to use the restroom. So the dogs decided that it's time. Yeah, nature is calling. No matter how cold nature actually is. Yeah, and he's been waking us up from time to time in the mornings, barking lately because he, you know, he knows. I mean, he's on a schedule. I mean, that dog. Oh, is well, yeah, and you know what? So am I. I mean, well, it's good to have a set schedule. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not that way. Cosmo, my my dog. He knows when seven o'clock rolls around, it's time to to make get, to get the paper. Yeah. go outside, yeah. <laughs> do your business, come in, eat a little breakfast, Read then go the back out section, and do it again. Yeah, brand flakes. See what's yeah. going on in the world. Yeah, okay. Look at the dog lost section. See if any of his friends are on there. So, so Cosmo is very regular. He's very well. Yeah, of course. Except for this night, he wasn't very regular. But, anyways, yeah. So it's time, and you know, so I lay I'm like, maybe he'll forget about it. You know, maybe he'll go back to sleep. Maybe he'll forget that he needs to go. <laughs> It didn't happen. So Not happening. It was it was probably about midnight. He started barking again, and so I get up, you know, swearing under my breath, just just mad as hell. I've got a bathrobe hanging in the bathroom, so I'm thinking in my mind, I'm just going to throw the bathrobe on, run out there as fast as I can, get back in, go back to bed. <laughs> so I think I think I know where it's going. All right. <laughs> I, I, I think I know where it's going. Do you? All right. Um. So. <laughs> I put the I put the robe on and I go out and it's twenty six degrees outside. Let me set the visual first of all. Andrew is six six two. Oh, I'm about five eleven. Uh, okay. Thank you though. We'll we'll say six one. He, yes. He's more than five eleven, and about a buck ten. Oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Tall, if that's a picture everybody wants in their mind. Okay. Tall, skinny, and that's safe to say. Um, not the most tan individual. So you picture this guy trying to throw his robe on. Oh, I didn't now, now the scene is set. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just want them to visualize I don't with think me, they want to visualize I think it's going to be a funny visualization. Well, I think maybe we're, having heard that visual, visualization, I don't think that it's going quite where you think it is, but, but we'll see. Okay. Um, I put the robe on. Nope. No problem there. Right. Go to the crate and I'm I'm mad. I'm pissed. And the dog knows it. See, here's the thing. I watch the dog whisper, Caesar Milan, and he's all about, you have to you have to be calm and assertive. You know? You have to be a calm, assertive state of mind, and then the dog has to be in calm, submissive state. You know? Okay. So, I'm not... Is that the dog whisper or Antonio Banderas? No, this is Antonio Banderas. Okay. I, I, I... Nasonex, for all your energy symptoms. <laughs> Maybe we can get a sponsorship from Nasonex, just throwing it out there. Or, or a lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he um, he knows I'm upset, and when when you're in that frame of mind, it just is going to excite the dog. And, and so I, I go to open the crate, and he also has a special leash called a gentle leader that which goes over his snout, and it keeps him from being able to pull. Well, I'm lazy. I'm like, I'm not going to put that on. I'm not going to mess with it. I'm just going to hook the collar up. I mean, I can control him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a lower 50 pounds. He, he's he's pretty wild, but I can control him if I hang on to the leash. So I put that on him, and I start to head to the door, and he's already, I can tell, he's jittery. He's going nuts. He's just hes just freaking out. So I open the door. I'm like, stop it. Very authoritative, but yet 
very angry and, and, and right. aggravated as well. So get him outside, and I, I have to basically force him onto the grass to pee because he's trying to bite at me. He's trying to bite at the robe. He's trying to bite at my hands. He's, he's just, he just thinks it's playtime. He's play excited. Time. It's playtime. It's playtime. He doesn't interpret my my feelings as anger so much as just excitement. Like there's excitement. something going on. Yeah, right. it's, it's not anger or happiness. or it's, It all just comes off as the same thing. Exactly. Okay. So finally I get him over there. He pisses. I'm like, no, that's not what we came out here for. All right? You, you owe me. Make. <laughs> yeah. You owe me. You owe me a big, hot, steaming pile. Of, yeah. <laughs> so I try to lead him over to the other side of my patio, which is concrete, and he just starts jumping around, and all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I don't know if paralysis set in my hands temporarily. <laughs> Something happened, but I let go of the leash, and he runs off. And so I'm like, oh, holy mother. So I'm trying to, try to catch him, and I'm trying to keep him cornered by the fence, and I... I go for him, and then he tries to dart around me, and I lunged at him as he goes around my front side. And as I lunge for him, my right hand hits his right rear hindquarters, trying to tackle him, but he gets away. And my hand continues to plow right to the ground, and I just drove my knuckles into the concrete. Oh! It's going to leave a scar. I've already oh. decided. This is actually two days ago, and you can still see it's oozing. Wow. Um, yeah, no, it's significant oozing. I mean, it's it's gross. Lady, yeah, for all he needs you. to change his Band-Aid. For the visual learners, <laughs> well, I changed it this morning. I'll change it this evening. Whatever. I don't want to lose the finger, but... <laughs> so It's in question. Yeah, so I didn't even realize it at the time. I mean, I'm in my bathrobe, and I get blood all over it, and I didn't realize it. I mean, I'm, I'm bleeding profusely. So I take off across the yard because I also realize that my uh, fence is down. And, and he, he's headed for the hills. Yeah, well, and I think he might be. And I don't know, he's not. He's used to the fence being up, so he doesn't know that it's down. But, so I have to take off across the yard. Here's another thing I forgot to do when I put my robe on. I forgot to put shoes on. And I'm thinking, oh, no. it's 26 degrees outside, but I'm a man. I can handle <laughs> yeah. it. Big, big dog. I can big take man. it. So I'm like, this is going to be fast. So I'm out there barefoot. Freezing at this point, I'm sure. And now I've got to run across my wet grass in 26-degree weather. So I take off. It's rough throw the gate up, and he's just got his tail between his legs for added you know, aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's just going in circles. No going resistance there. Right, because he's yeah. been kept up all day, and he needs to get that energy out, and he's just doing circles out there. But he's still got to go. So I'm like, I know he's going to have to He's got to slow down eventually. Yeah. yeah. Something's going to happen. So I stood there for about 30 seconds, and finally he you know, circles and, and, and sets in. So I, I, I sneak up to him. And when he's doing his business, I mean, you're not going to get him out of that stance. So yeah, I, know I, I know I'm safe. So I go and I grab the leash, and I hang on to it. I've got him. In the meantime, it's taking a little while to evacuate, and I'm standing. My feet are going numb in this 26-degree weather, and I'm just like, I'm going to kill this dog. So that was it. I, I ran back to the house. I couldn't feel any of the rocks that I stepped on, thankfully. Oh. Um, oh. Got back inside, was very rough with the dog, put him up. That's how I got this injury. What a disaster. Uh, I learned that is, yeah. that is, You know, and the funny thing about that story is I don't know anybody else that that would happen to. Probably not. I mean, most people are probably smarter than me. But most people would probably send the dog out in the backyard, let him go, and open the door, and he'd come back in. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, he is young. I don't trust him yet. Right. And plus with the gate down. Yeah, no, I understand why you did what you did. I'm just saying most general lazy American, that's what they're going to do. So Open I'm not the door. lazy. No, you're not. No. You're, you're a 
You're a hard worker. But I am. I mean, I am. Lazy. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I was so pissed. Because yeah. if, if I hadn't been lazy, I wouldn't have been so upset about embarking. I would have. Here's the thing. I have a new outlook on life now. Really? Yeah. I mean, it changed my life, man. <laughs> the scar that I'll carry with me the rest of my life, every time I look every at Every time that, you look at your hand, you're going to remember. How my life changed. That night. That Wednesday night. And here's, <laughs> here's how it changed. And, and this is, would be good for everybody to listen to. This is where we make a serious point in the program. And it will happen from time to time. I mean, it's not. Yeah, this actually wasn't planned. So <laughs> yeah, It will happen. You know, we're both not the most shallow men on earth. I have some depth. Yeah. A little bit of depth. Uh, all right. Look, waiting pool. Waiting pool, yeah. Okay. Maybe a kiddie pool. There it is. Yeah. Soft pool. You know, big blow of one. Well, yeah. I, I was thinking the kitty, those hard plastic kitty pools that you put in your backyard and you fill them with your garden oh, hose. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, they, they come up to your ankles. I had a Power Rangers one. So cool. Oh, man. Anyway. anyway okay. That's what Cosmo Ma- wants. Make your point. Oh, yeah. So my point is, no matter what Cosmo ever does, it doesn't matter how bad he screws up, it's always my fault. All right. Now you can carry that into marriage. All right, guys. It's always your fault. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's something you learn at about what thirteen, fourteen. Exactly. <laughs> I've never, ever, ever been told by a woman that it was not my fault. The best I ever got was it's our fault together. Yeah. Which is probably together. it's probably our fault every time, but. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to fight for that R every time. Right. Now that I've heard it once for the rest of my life, I want to hear it one yeah, more time. Just share the load, baby. But with <laughs> a dog, there, there isn't. I mean, the dog, first of all, by the time I was in the restroom uh, washing my wounds, he'd already <laughs> forgot about it. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, he was just in Done. paradise. He's, he's like, a, he's I'm, in bed. I'm evacuated. He's I mean, good. Got a nice full <laughs> belly of food and an empty colon. He's set. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going to be there till morning. He's going to bark again. Let me up. Yeah. I'm ready to read the paper. He's good to go, man. But it's always my fault. And, and, and I look back and I, I see, you know, if I just spent, I know it was cold and I was freezing my balls off, but if I had just spent a few extra minutes out there and made him stay out, he would have taken care of business right there if I hadn't been impatient. Number two, um, when I was laying in bed, if I had recognized that mistake, I would have maybe been slightly more patient and been in a calm, assertive state of mind. Would have avoided getting the dog all riled up. avoided him getting all riled up. Probably would have caused me to think a little bit about... Your hand wouldn't be all mangled up. Well, yeah, that's the end result of all this. But I probably wouldn't have gone out in my bathrobe. And I probably would have put on some shoes. I would have said, oh, you know what? I'm by the door. I don't have any shoes here. But let's just go back and get some shoes because it's 26 freaking degrees outside. All all your fault. Yeah. So. Well, you know... Hey, That's you live and you learn. Yeah. And like I said, men, it's always our fault. It's it's not, I mean, you might fight for the occasional our fault. Yeah. And you know, I will, and I'm sure some of you will, but it's never together's fault. Somewhere along the lines, we have always screwed up. Yeah. And And I know well, for a fact it goes that's back, true. It goes back to Adam and Eve, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, he set the stage pretty well, much. It's, it's true. You know, he started it off yeah. by not wearing clothes. That's his first mistake. You know why? Why Because is that? if Adam would have just, you know, thrown on some leaves, you know, a little, little extra coverage, women would not be so incredibly grossed out by men. Because here's the thing. A naked man, I don't care who you are, it's not an attractive sight. 
Well, and that's why men and women are different. I mean, women, you, you're not going to find too many women out there that are uh, sexually driven like we are uh, and turned on by the right. image, the visage right. of, the, of, the, of the nude opposite gender. Right. I mean, I'm, we love to see the uh, opposite gender. Naked woman is great. Once you've seen one woman naked, you want to see every woman naked. <laughs> I think that's fair to say that that's probably true. Well, and like a, for a woman, once you've seen a man naked, you don't want to see any more women naked. You've seen them all. <laughs> yeah, right? You've seen them all. all, yeah, all you know, it's all the same. Different proportions here and there, but you know what? Uh, it's generally, it, it all functions. You know, it's all useful. There's, there's yeah. no, we're not really built for speed. We're not built for performance. We're like we're, <laughs> we're like built a, for comfort. We're like yeah. we're like a new diesel truck. Yeah. Oh. We're gonna yeah. get the job done. We, and we're we're a little driver comfort along the way. A little comfort, but really, you know what? It's not aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, you kind of want you want to hide it in the back. The, we we grow hair that they don't grow. There's yeah. a reason for that. You know, women they they. Are more likely to maintain a better physique. That's true. I, I don't know. Maybe I should challenge your statement that we grow hair that they don't grow. Because I have seen. <laughs> okay, we grow hair that most of them don't grow. Okay. I, I've seen one of. I just don't like absolutes, you know? I mean, one of my customers, and I'm going to throw this out there, one of my customers. And let's hope she doesn't recognize your voice. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, she has a beard. Not. Not one of those cute woman, you know, fuzzy five o'clock shadow things. No. Yeah, yeah, just like a little mustache across the lip that, you know, you just need to wax from time to no, time? No, no. I'm talking <laughs> full-on grit five o'clock shadow. Like, we, we're we talking need to shave more than once a day kind of five o'clock shadow. And I can't help the woman. Cannot do it. I, you tried I, to say something to her, like, <laughs> no, I'm no, not sure how you approach that. No, subject. that's the worst thing you could ever do. And, and it's thick. I mean, it's not a waxable situation. I think when you've got a woman <laughs> who has facial hair that resembles that of a man's, I think you throw the normal rules out the book. You know what? And this, this is going to take me into a story, and I'm sorry, but this is one I need to tell. I um, had a buddy set me up with a girl one time. Friend of a friend, whatever, you know, I'm perpetually single. And um, so he says, hey, I want to fix up with this girl. She's really pretty, you know. You guys have a good time together, same personality. And this buddy, had, you have a good rapport with this buddy. You Absol trust his Absolutely, trust his judgment. Okay. So I go out with the girl. Drop dead gorgeous. No. Okay. She got is, that right. She's a knockout. Great personality. He got that right. Later on... Something happens. One thing leads to another. Whatever. Yada yada. She, yada yada yada. She's got she's got her head on my shoulder, and you know I'm doing the play with the hair thing. Typical guy move. That one's one of mine. Play with the hair. Put it behind the ear. You know. I like to stop short. Yeah. Stop <laughs> short. Uh, Seinfeld Not is playing in the background. Yeah. It's okay. So I, I go and I actually I, I've got my hand on her cheek. She, I, she's falling asleep or something. And I go against the grain on the cheek. There was a grain. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think that rule applied. There was a grit. <laughs> she had recently shaved her entire face. Oh she was an offspring of the bearded lady. I guarantee it. And, <laughs> and immediately, 
my whole mindset changes from, hey, where's this thing going? To, oh, God, where's this thing going? (laughs) (laughs) She's got to get going. (laughs) I have to get out of this, and I have to get her out of here. Something needs to change drastically in the very near future. Oh, my God. And so, you know, oh, getting tired, got to work early in the morning, whatever. No guy ever has to get up early, just for the record. A guy says that lady's not what he meant. Right. So I send her packing and immediately text. I can't call him because I'm laughing too hard. (laughs) Immediately text my buddy and say, listen, great setup, but do you know that she has a beard? (laughs) He was oblivious as well. And so, you know, needless to say it did not work out. But, yeah. Bearded ladies do exist. Back to my original point, though. As a whole, the numbers represent that we grow hair they do not for a reason. And what is that reason? Because women are meant to be more aesthetically pleasing than we are. All right. Okay, yeah, right, that's the point. I'd forgotten. Yeah, like, we're, we're coming around. We are, we are just not built for that. That's true. Built for comfort in every way. Yeah. Sometimes it's comfortable to have the mountain man look going on, uh, but most of the time it's not. But it's there for a reason. It is. It I mean, serves a purpose. And that's what we, we're, we are. Um, what's the word I'm looking for when uh, we're utilitarian? There it is. There it is. How about that one? Look that's it up. It. Look it up. Google it right <laughs> now. I know you're on your computer. Yeah. Utilitarian. <laughs> the woman is like the Cadillac it's, or the. Not that they, a Cadillac's not useful. Dear God, how many people are we offending right now by talking well, this Well, no, you know, I I think for the most part, we're going to get an agreeing audience here. Because I, I see where you're going. Woman is the caddy, you know. Yeah, it's it's a car. It's a status symbol. It is a status symbol. It's it's a V8. It's not real practical. It gets like 18 miles to the gallon. You could get a Prius that gets double that. That's not why you get the caddy. You don't get it for economics. Right. You get it. Because you want to drive a Cadillac. Right. Now, I'm not suggesting you marry a Cadillac. Um, <laughs> no. no I'm not, well, and I'm not saying I did not marry a Cadillac. No, but you just... I married... <laughs> I married a Cadillac, brother, that is <laughs> a freaking semi. Here, here's what... It's here's, like I married a Transformer. Here's the visual that I'm giving my viewers here. I've got a sho- air shovel, and I'm digging a hole for him because... The grave is getting deep. Okay, continue. <laughs> I thought I saved it with the whole Transformer thing. I feel I have a feeling I'm going to be You married Optimus Prime? I don't think so. All right, here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> the woman that you want to marry can be a Cadillac and can be a Prius and can suddenly change into an 84 pickup Chevy that you need to go useful. pick up. Yeah, yeah. useful. Throw some wood in the back. Take it home, build something. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I'm getting at there. I think I adequately saved myself. It was a good save. Good save. Transforming. Uh, you know, changeling. Changeling. There it is. Women. It it goes without saying that men we are not Cadillacs. I don't know that there are many men that are Cadillacs. I've never met a Cadillac man. I, I've never met one. I, it may exist. I don't want to meet one. Because as sure as I am of my sexuality... Done. I don't want to... Out the door. Out the door. You know, you... 
you know, I, I can admit it here. Um, every guy has, you know, one guy that they can say, hey, that guy, he is the man. Yeah. If I ever met Brett Favre in person, I would have an issue. See, I, I, didn't, I didn't think you were going to say Brett Favre. I, I, I thought you were going to say Tom Cruise. I, I, <laughs> go ahead and divulge <laughs> it since you brought it up. I do have... A slight infatuation with Tom Cruise. Slight man crush. Slight man crush. I own all his movies. Um, I kind of try to look like him in Top Gun. Yeah. I've, nope. I've pulled that Halloween look multiple times. But no, I Brett Favre. Okay. Great guy. Lumberjack, kind of nice, big guy. Yeah. And you know what? How many of those really exist? I, I'm not Brett Favre. I don't. I don't even want to try to be him because I'm going to fall short. That's right. You're going to fall short, and everyone's going to fall short except Brett Favre. I don't think women can even aspire to find a Brett Favre. Right. Probably not. Uh, so give up, ladies. Give up. I mean, the best you can do at this point is maybe settle for a Colin Farrell. Uh, oh. <laughs> do maybe, not settle for Colin Farrell. Maybe a Nick Carter from... I foresee itchiness in your future. <laughs> From either of those two candidates, <laughs> a burning sensation comes to mind. I mean, you're going to be going to the doctor. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're going to be going to the doctor under a fake name <laughs> in a different city. <laughs> Absolutely, the truth. Yeah, but... my name is Jane Doe. I'm here to see Doctor. What's his face? The lesson is don't get your hopes up on life, ladies. All right. The lesson is make him rap it before he taps it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know, I thought that was going to be a good segue when we were talking about Tom Cruise there. I did see the movie Valkyrie recently. Did, did you? you see How that was it? I haven't, and I want to because of the infatuation. Yeah, well, it might be best to wait until you're home. Oh. You, can, you can do that in the privacy well, <laughs> of your bedroom. I mean, no, how good was the movie? I liked it a did lot. Uh, I noticed that it got some bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not sure why. I mean, it was, it was very accurate. I'd watched the... Uh, History Channel one time where they did uh, the story on Valkyrie. Right, I've seen that. Uh, We're both History Channel nerds, National Geographic, Discovery Channel, all that. So we will throw those references in there. Be prepared for that. Just just keep up, okay? Um, So yeah, he. um, It was a great movie. Uh, Tom Cruise did a great job as he always does. It was a great role. I like to see him, you know, get back on track. Yeah. Get away from the crazy Scientology. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> Nevertheless, I mean, I've got a friend of mine that won't watch any movies with him in it because of that. And I'm like, come on. My my father is it. the same way. He's he. He's a Scientologist. I'll have nothing to do with that. Well, what it was was, oh, Tom Cruise is okay. And then the whole Scientology thing comes out. Oh, he's a nutcase. I don't want to see any of his movies. Well, that's you are depriving yourself of a great actor. One of the it? best of all time. Yeah, I well, mean... Think about some of the great movies he's been in. Days of Thunder. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Top Gun. Um, all the Right Moves. The Color of Money. Yes. You know. Very good. Just all of them. They're all just spectacular. And not just in the 80s. I mean, oh, all right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we've got I mean, uh, recently uh, the... Uh, Vanilla Sky the, was the, great. The End of the World. Um, yeah, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Um, Minority Report was Minority good. Report was very good. He's had a lot of really, really good movies... And, you know, I hate for somebody to deprive themselves of his, you know, great acting just because he's a little bit of a nut job. Right, I, I agree. Valkyrie was a good movie. He, um, 
it really did a good job of telling the story. I think the whole purpose uh, of the movie, it, it's great because, you know, you, you hear the guys talking in the movie, they, they want the world to know that there, was, there were people that stood up to Hitler. You know, that it wasn't just right. the allies that came in. There were people that tried, even though they failed. Well, but, um, you know. There were 15 that's great. known assassination attempts on his life. That's insane. If I think if anybody tried more than two or three times to try to kill me, I'd get pretty discouraged and just do it myself. I'd be pretty upset. If yeah. There's that many yeah. people that want you rubbed down. I mean, then you should probably just let it happen. Right. Yeah. But on his, in his case, I mean, you're dealing with millions of people. There's lots of people that know you, and you know, hey, it's just fifteen. Hey. All right. You know. Well, you Who know, knows? fifteen attempts. Right. I Doesn't mean, mean fifteen people. How many people do you think tried to kill our recent president? Oh, you know what? I could. I would say thousands. Right. And the Secret Service gets letters on a daily basis. All the time. All the kill time. that mother. You know. And we don't, just for the you know, clarification of anybody no. listening that may be a part of any federal agency. We have no plan on doing anything illegal. Absolutely not. Well, just, not just the occasional ribbing. I have never sent a letter addressed to the president or any of his uh, teams threatening him. I have never done that, and I never plan to do that. It's because he uses good... Strategery. <laughs> uh, hope and change. Uh, I've got a plan for the future. This is my Barack Obama impression. How's that? Is it too early to do Barack Obama impressions? I, I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, I saw a video the other day. Somebody says that you know he's one of the great orators of our time, one of the great speakers ever. And I saw a video on YouTube um, where he was talking at a conference, and he was trying to say, go to www.whatever.org. And he stumbled over it four different ways, and the final final statement he made was www.whatever.whatever, which wasn't supposed to be there, .com.org. Just completely got flustered, and... My, I'm thinking, when Tony Blair's on the other end of the line screaming and yelling at him, is he going to get that flustered again? I don't know. I mean, the, the, if there's one and thing... And I know Tony Blair's out of office now, but right. I refuse to believe that he's ever out of office. I love Tony Blair. He's something else. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, just had to throw with, it out there. With, with Barack Obama, um, I'm hesitant to say he's one of the greatest orders of all time. I, I will admit that he can deliver a very good speech. He, he has that quality in his voice that, that makes him sound like a, a leader, you know. Very powerful voice. Um, he has a he has a way with words. Right. And I don't even know if he writes his speeches. I know a lot of those guys do not. He contributes part of them, but I think Dave, David Axelrod was the main speech writer during his campaign. Right. And, yeah, you know, his, his speech um, on election night when he was elected. Yeah. Great. Very good speech. Very great. But, again... I don't know if he's one of the greatest. FDR, I think, was a pretty good speaker. I mean, you got Churchill? Are you kidding? Churchill was great. Adolf Hitler. I've I've listened to tapes of Churchill just rambling on about nothing. Yeah. I don't mean to compare anybody to Adolf Hitler, by the way, by saying that, but there are some great speakers throughout history who have been on the right and the wrong sides of the issues. Oh, and so. absolutely. You know, in, in Iraq... Saddam Hussein was considered a great speaker. Yeah. That's how he got to office. Yeah. Very convincing, very powerful 
speaker. And usually your presidents are good speakers. I think, you know, you know Ronald Reagan was a great speaker. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Jimmy Carter was not. Jimmy Carter <laughs> I can was throw that out there. Let's throw it out there. Yeah. And I think we can all agree that George W. Bush was not, not. a good speaker. John F. Kennedy was a good speaker. Very good speaker. He's, you know, the accent was a little... Not a little bit of a funny accent. Right. I can't do my... my yeah, but it was... It worked for him. Um, Bush's... Listen, I don't think Bush was a terrible speaker. I think the perception, which is the most important thing, was yeah. that he's a terrible speaker because of he's from Crawford, Texas. Yeah. And he's got this idiot southern twang in his voice. Which, listen, nobody from the South is an idiot. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that... Well, that's the perception. Though. The You're perception right. is, if I were to go right now up to Boston and have a conversation with a stranger, they're going to think I'm slow because I talk slow. Yeah. Yeah, they think we're all rednecks and hicks. And, you know, you get one in the White House and look out. There it is. <laughs> you know? And the rest of the world is now laughing. Or if they were, now they're celebrating. Yeah. Yeah, they were celebrating, absolutely. So, anyway, well, maybe we'll throw some political talk in here from time to time and talk about the uh, events of the day that go on. Um, I find it fa it's very interesting to me. You know? uh, yeah, I mean, we, we are current. We're, we are men of the world. Absolutely. I'm, I'm up to speed, baby. I've got my fingers in all kinds of different little stuff. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not just one kind of, yeah, I'm the, I bring the sports to the table. I, if, if anything, I'm the sports guy. But that's not all I am. No, I agree, Shane. You're a you're a you're a Rubik's cube. I, I am. You're a, a diamond. I am spread thin across many different. You're a prism. There it is. I'm there it a is. Rainbow prism. There it is. No rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, we will stay current with some things, but you know, for the most part, we're going to keep it light. Uh, I was talking to Andrew earlier today. And he had mentioned a um, big move coming up soon. Yeah. And his wife wasn't originally on board. She's waffled. Andrew, since, well, inception really, Andrew has wanted to be a truck driver. I'll throw a drum and cymbal in there. But, but it's true. He wants to drive a big rig. It's true. And he's considering completely just rerouting and going down that way. So we decided, hey, what would your CV handle be? That's a good question. First of all, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my trucking buddies out there, uh, namely Eskimo Sean, who is right now trucking in. What are you laughing about? These are, these are great <laughs> men. Uh, Eskimo Sean is the first one I'm thinking of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He is uh, stuck in, uh, I think, the Ontario yard right now. He uh, drives for a, a very good company. I think he's stuck up there trying to get his uh, rig worked on. But Trucker Steve, who rolls out across America, and he's got a podcast, too. You can go to... Um, Sponsored by Nodos. <laughs> this is called The Blind Spot. Uh, <laughs> Trucker Two Times. Trucker Two Times. Great yeah. man. Great man. Great yeah. accent. I turned you yeah. on Trucker Two Times. Yeah. He's what? Good he's guy. Stereotypical. He is truck driver. the stereotypical Southern, just driving a truck, crossing the country kind of guy. Yeah, he's good. Um, who else? Texomatic. He, he lives in Texas. He's got a great podcast. Uh, his name's James, and 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 those guys. Um, I've learned a lot from them about the industry. 
as I became interested. And I didn't realize there was this community of guys out there that did that kind of stuff. And it's kind of nice to know because you think when you're, when you're out on the road, you're alone. You need somebody. Yeah. You need some interaction. You need somebody to love. And, yeah, and... and <laughs> Uh-oh. You, you want to stay away from the lot. That's why your wife wasn't on board with it. Exactly. Because she was afraid of who was going to come on there board it is. with it. Um, you know, so there's that trust issue. We'll get into all that later. The trust exercises that you need to do, you know, falling, <laughs> let someone catch you. No, no. Uh, fall asleep now back the to the CB handle. All right, so I, CB I'm handle. Curious I'm curious about this because I was thinking like Maverick. You no. Know, maybe Iceman. There, no. I'm Goose even. Goose maybe, but you know, I'm thinking you need to be more original than that. Right. We used to play a game when I was younger. Um, it was a middle school kind of thing. Not that long ago, maybe ten years ago. I don't know. I'm fairly young. Um, but he doesn't look at folks. Grizzled. Look, doesn't look a day under fifty. Yeah, there it is. No, we uh, would play a game about how to come up with your porn star name, and it was the first name is the name of your first pet, and the last name is the street you grew up on. Mine, for example, my porn star name would be Rex Sheridan. Wow. That's that's a solid. That is solid. That's great, right? Yeah. So, my thoughts are maybe we can, you know, come up with some kind of system like that. Okay. To come up with your CV handle. I hope you've given this some thought because I sure haven't. Yeah. Well, I have a little bit. Okay. And I was thinking, since you know we can't do, of course, can't do pet and. Well, yeah, we can't steal the porn star thing. I mean, I, right. I, I'm not going into the porn industry. I'm going into the trucking industry. Oh, it's similar. Be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know how that's similar. but So here's, here's what I'm thinking. We use the town you grew up in as the last name. And for the first name, maybe the kind of truck you're driving. Okay. Like the town you grew up in was? Sepulpa. We could say... Sepulpa Chevy 27. Well, I don't know any Chevys that can haul 80,000 What What pounds. kind of trucks are there? Okay, there's an international. I was thinking international Sepulpa. Sepulpa would be the last name? Last or first. That's debatable. Sepulpa International sounds kind of cool. Pete. Sepulpa Pete. I'm thinking okay. Peterbilt. Peterbilt, okay. Um, <laughs> see, Peter. If I was driving see. a Diamond Rio, that would be nice. Sepulpa Diamond. Diamond. Sepulpa Diamond. There it is. You are the Sepulpa Diamond. <laughs> See, I don't I, no, it's it's not. That's got a bad. Th- think of some of the names. Trucker two times. Yeah. You know that's a trucking name. Well, it is. Or Eskimo. I mean, he's he's from the north. Right. And so that I mean that has a nice ring to it because it, it, it's from where you're from. And you know you, when you think Eskimo, you think of all these crazy things. You think of these crazy people that live in igloos. You could be the Oki Holler. Okie holler. God, that, that's probably taken, though. That's something good like that. You're well, top that. Oh, yeah, that's pretty stout. I'm glad I came up with that. Um, you could be, man. Big hauler. Big, no. That's, you know that's taken. You could be the, uh, the southern gentleman. Southern. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. This is the southern, southern gentleman. I drive a truck. I cut the grass with my grass cutter. <laughs> Big shout out to Amy with her grass cutter. Wow. <laughs> I'm from South Carolina. South Carolina, baby. Yeah. Some sweet tea. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's many places we could go with it. 
Yeah. Well, that's good. And what we'll think about, maybe we should make that a contest at some point. Yeah. There we go. You uh, could submit it to we'll, us. We'll take we, some of the best names. I, I'll throw out, you know, my either mine or your MySpace, or we can set up one for the podcast. I think we'll set up one for the podcast, edit this little yeah. faux pas out, and then I'll go back in, or someone else will go back in, and, and we'll say, uh, I like visit that. our page. Our, or our MySpace page, and you can, you know, submit your ideas on there. And then whatever wins, wins, and Andrew will become that. I will become that. In, in, in what you can rename my co-host. There you go. Well, at least while I'm in the truck. Well, yeah, but that's going to be a lot of the time. Oh, well, I mean, it depends on what it is. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just, there's a lot of bad places you could go with that. Well, you know. For I, example, my porn star name. Tiny Orleans. <laughs> Tiny Orleans. I want you guys to document that. Tiny Orleans. And somebody, please submit that as his CB name. No, that, that's just going to go straight to the <laughs> trash. I will, I will Tiny Orleans. Them. What we're going to do is we're going to take the top five and then let you guys vote on them on our MySpace. I think it's a great idea. We'll let you guys vote on them. And whatever one gets the most votes will become Andrew's CB handle. And my vote right now, Tiny Orleans. All right. Yeah, and I'm... Canceling out your vote right now. That would not be my handle. This is Tiny Orleans coming in loud and clear. Jen Ford, good buddy. You know, one interesting thing I found out about, I was looking up uh, CB jargon. There's different things that mean everything. Like if I say 10-4. Right. I got 10-4. I got you. I understand you. Okay. What about 10-20? What's your 20? What's your 20? Where are you? Where are you? What's your location? 10-9. No clue. I... Forgot it means something, but anyway, <laughs> all right. So the numbers are actually you know. they associate with something, but then there's also like different things. Like like if you say alligator, I saw an alligator in the road. That refers to a blown out tire. Huh. Got a okay. bad wrapped on the road. Watch out there two times. Um, what else? Uh, a skateboard, referring to a flat deck trailer, forty eight foot spread <laughs> axle flat deck. Nice. Oh, skateboard. Like so there are a number of different things. That's but great. It was real common to hear people say, 10-4, good buddy, but now, good buddy has got a negative connotation attached to it. Well, not necessarily negative, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it tends to denote it, homosexuality. Really? Yeah. Now, that's, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, now, but that, that's interesting to me, because when I say buddy, it's not to denote homosexuality well, or anything. Well, no, but you, it's the good. It's, no, no, no. When I say buddy, it's, you know, if I'm having a... I'm going to, you know, steal a bit from Dane Cook right now. Like a battle with a stranger. And you go, pow, and, you know, I fire buddy. And, you know, you've heard the bit, and you know, they come back with chief and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I'm just saying, if I call you buddy, it's probably sarcastic. It's, hey, buddy. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Or, you know, get out of the way, buddy. Right. You know, it's we're probably not buddies, but it's the it's the adjective I think that 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 turns the that turns there the table is. on that. It's it's making it good. I mean, you've got your buddy, but a good buddy. Yeah. All right. There it is. That's it. Good buddy, bad buddy. I, I mean, yeah. I'm. I, I mean, I'm falling. It yeah, disappoints just, me. It makes me think that maybe the trucking industry is not what it used to be. I mean, if, well, if you I can't mean, even say good buddy anymore without getting yeah, a knock on your door, the trucking industry has changed. I was I took a significant road trip last summer from Mexico. 
wow. back home. Oh, yeah. You, you, you remember? Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. going to Phoenix and seeing Jersey Phoenix. Home. And then, you know, we journeyed, we went to Mexico and then journeyed back. And every time we stopped at a rest stop on the side of the road, I would go in the bathroom, you know, evacuate like Kramer does, or Cosmo, sorry, Cosmo. <laughs> I know he's probably named after Kramer. Um, <laughs> and always there would be two drivers in there. Every, in the restroom. Every rest stop I went to had a couple in it. Oh, well, there's a lot of husband and wife teams out there that drive no, across the country. No, no, no. Not, sure not a husband and wife couple. Talking about... A, a couple of big, burly men in there. Well, that's awesome. Um, sharing their... Stories of the road and uh, where they've come from, where they're going. Their, their feelings... If if that well, they'd probably get screwed by the man. And oh, there was screwing. There was, <laughs> there was, I, I mean, there was, you know. Oh, you can't be serious. I I'm throwing it out there oh. that every rest stop I went to had two semi drivers meeting up and uh, relieving their tensions. Secret rendezvous. Well, you know, it's gonna happen. I mean, you get out there on the road, you're a long way from home. I was just surprised at the. Number. If sailors do it, and we all know how manly well, sailors are, I mean, what? Why would truckers be okay. immune? Anybody that uses the phrase "swab the poop deck" is gonna be, you know, I'm gonna ask questions. <laughs> I'm just. Well, it is what it is. I don't think I'd be one of those truckers that you know. Well, I should, for Tiffany's sake. Yeah, I no. sure hope not, honey. You don't have to worry about that. I am faithful to you, and only you. Uh, and that transvestite we met in Vegas, but that's a different story. Well, we're not faithful. <laughs> yeah. We're just, I mean, it's more of a pin pal type relationship. <laughs> um, oh. All right, well. <laughs> oh. All right, well, thanks for uh, for taking an hour out of your life uh, to listen to this. Of course, you're probably in jogging or doing something. It's not like you. We're not, it's not like you're we not you. sitting in front of your computer. No, it, it, not it, doing anything and if you are, you're, you're probably pathetic, but you know, it's not like we expect your total undivided attention. We just, just want a little bit of it. Right, maybe just a little bit of fun. Just you know? enough to distract you. Yeah, we're really probably doing this more for ourselves. But anyway, thanks for, for joining us, and you know, we'll be in next time. We've got some exciting things to talk about. We'll be back, and uh, we hope you are too. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Yeah, enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Cardinals. Go Cardinals. And um, you know, just to put it out there, if anybody listening from Arizona, I'd love to take Anquan Bolden off your hands. Send him over to the Dallas Cowboys. We'll take him. We've yeah. got a number 81 that's whining. We can replace him. We'll switch Just switch him. We'll give you our 81. We'll take yours. All right. Sounds fair. Everyone, have a wonderful evening or morning. Or Whenever you're listening to us. Yeah. Your convenience. Have a good whatever's coming up next. Good times.